0: On today's episode of Benny and the Jet, we recap Game 1 of the NBA Finals, Spicy P having himself a day, and preview the rest of the series. We also have our biggest interview yet with Hard Knock star Devin Kajust. The juice is loose, where we talk about his time in the Browns, how much swag Baker Mayfield has, and his new Crystal career. All right, Jet, let's get after it. It's Friday, May 31st, and Ben, the Raptors have shocked the world. Wow. Who, who expected they've, this? They've, they beat the Warriors game one of the finals in Toronto. That's sure. shocking the world. I mean, you're saying shocking the world. Keep in mind, they were favored. They no, were but favored they're still shocking the world. I you think? Yeah, I do think so. I and mean, the Warriors are pretty good, if I do say so myself. Yeah, so. They're, they're pretty freaking good. Five straight finals for the Warriors. Pascal Siakam had something to say about that. Oh, yeah, spicy P. Love it. Um, you know, a star was born yesterday night. Even though he's up there for uh, most improved player of the year, this guy had 32 points, eight rebounds, five assists, two blocks, hit 11 shots in a row, and shot 82.4% from the field. You know, most people don't even know who this guy is. John, do you know who this guy is?
1: Siakam. Yeah. No, no.
0: John, John does not have any idea. Any idea? John's hearing about this him for guy the first is. time. And I mean, geez, did he go off and help that team out a lot? Basquel, man. I, I mean, feel like we need a new nickname for him. Like we talked about this a little bit earlier, but like Spicy P. It's like John brought up the point. Too close to Swaggy P. It's
1: Nick Young's nickname.
0: That's Nick Young's nickname. Can we give him a new nickname? I mean, new nickname. The lengthy motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> I just, mean, that's that's not a bad one. That's literally like what he is. Why is it spicy though? It's just like because he's like he just, just gets hot. Gets hot on the court. <laughs> He's microwave. I mean, eleven in a row, rightfully Talk so. Talk about the getting microwave pretty, getting pretty spicy. He's got the, the Hall of Fame microwave. Call badge the microwave. Out. Well, no, I, that's like two used. Like, yeah, that's facts. More like the oven, the easy bake oven. The, the, I like that. The easy bake oven. Should we just call him that from now on? Yes. I'm kind of like I'm low key. The down, easy right? bake oven. The easy bake oven. I'm down. All right, so the easy bake oven had himself a night. Mm. Raptors. Honestly, when you were watching the game, Kawhi kind of had an off night. Like, I don't, I don't you, get why people no, When you that, look though. at the stats, you're like, all right, like he had 23 and 10. Like, not an off night at all. No. That's an off night for Kawhi. He's averaging, like, 40 points a game in the finals. That's an off night for Kawhi. And the Raptors still kicked ass. They were controlling most of the second half. I felt like they were just up by consistently 10. Like, you yeah. got to, like... Maybe five, but then they stretch the lead to fifteen. That's so what point. you got to do against the Warriors, or else exactly. Stephets eight in a row. <laughs> the Easy Bake Oven just had himself a day. I mean, <laughs> is that? Gonna, I hope that I mean, sticks. We should honestly. Easy Bake Oven. The Easy Bake Oven. But Kawhi, like he's putting up Jordan-like numbers in every other game. He hit some big threes yesterday. I don't know if you can call it an off night. I think he did. No, I, I think he did I literally th- like, compared to the rest of his playoffs, it was an off night. Yeah, still and, be, they still still, the and they still beat them. That's what I'm saying. Like, that's why I, like, coming into the series, I honestly did not think that the Raptors were going to, I thought the Warriors were going to sweep. So what do you think now? I think, we'll get to that later. Okay. We'll get to the predictions later. But another guy that needs a nickname, Fred Van Fleet. You want to talk about, oh, hmm we're going to save, save it for segments. Save it for segments. we we'll about more about segments. <laughs> yeah, whatever you you're about to talk about, yeah, you yeah, want that's to save right. so badly. Well, yeah, I know. But he's a stud. Yeah. He's been coming on. Wichita State, Shockers. Feel like he was there for like 20 years. I mean, he played with Ron Baker, right? Yeah, he did. Ron Baker is the best player of all time. Right. I, I mean, I, that makes I, sense. He got cut from the Knicks, but yeah. boy. He's the G League now? Boy, is he a player. Yeah. I mean, it makes sense. Guy can pass the ball, man. Yeah. So another guy we got to talk about, Drake. Yes. The, the globalization of sports media has been saying, this Drake guy, like, why why is he <laughs> one? I mean, I think they know who he is. No, I'm just saying, like, <laughs> he's the global ambassador of the Raptors. Come on, man. He's got OVO jerseys. That's a, that's actually maybe one of the funniest things ever, though. It's like, he's got his courtside seats, he's got the air Drake now, you know, he paid for the practice facility, he's got his own jersey. But like, everyone's like, does he like own the team? They're like, no, he's, he's the global ambassador. It's kind of like, I feel like people are just jealous, though. Like, oh, yeah. If the Vikings had that, that would be sick. Like, if, if we had Drake as our global ambassador, just like the north. Yeah, it's the Vikings, though. So, that, It's the Raptors. The Raptors haven't played an NBA Finals game. It's the six.
1: Six, 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 six.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, dude, like, Drake is the man. Yeah, but I don't— All right, let's just stop the narrative right now. We got to stop the idea that Drake is bad for the NBA. This is great television. People got to take a chill pill with, with this whole Drake thing. I don't think it's bad for the NBA, but I, it's getting a lot of publicity. Which is awesome, though. Which is cool. But yeah, Fred Van Fleet! <laughs> <laughs> He's beast. <laughs> just popped what up, up on the TV. Jack got a little stiff. I did get a stiffy. Um, but, like, Drake, Drake out there on the court, like, some people, like, just watch the game to see Drake. You know, like, people are just uh, staring at the sidelines. Do side you think line. people are watching the game to see Drake? If you're telling me you don't look at the sideline... Oh, you definitely look at the sideline. Like, I mean, obviously, basket, I'm not, here, like I'm not watching to watch there. Drake, but, like, the fact that everyone's constantly talking about it and they're saying, like, is he controlling the series is kind of absurd. I, well, I think we can officially say the Drake curse is over. Is that true? No. Not yet. Not yet. Not until... They made it's it. It's one made game. It. It's one game. They're in the finals. So? Like, that doesn't mean shit. They gotta win the finals. It means shit if they make the finals. Like First look, El Curry Drake. jersey telling Draymond Green he's trash look as we're as we're talking about Drake this next segment on SportsCenter's is will Drake keep distracting the dubs so there you go right there my, talk about mind games man talk about my talk about owning real estate in someone's head Aubrey I Graham line. I love that line real estate it's a lot of real estate Aubrey Graham owns real estate in basically everyone except the Raptors. And the Raptors, because he owns real estate in the physical <laughs> Raptors. So he owns real estate in everyone. Yeah, exactly. You're a little scared of him, I can tell. I'm definitely afraid. Definitely afraid of him. John John. What's your take on Drake?
1: I think he's not in anyone's head. And I think that sports media is like making it seem like he is. Because if you look at like what like Draymond and like Clay are saying, like, well,
0: yeah, Draymond was like after the game He was like, yeah, I don't call that a scuffle Like a scuffle is a physical altercation Like that wasn't that was a Chirp, start. chirp Yeah I think that Drake is Pretty freaking funny In terms of like How much media publicity he's getting For the fact that he's just a fan Like people are saying he's worse than Spike Lee yeah. Which is kind of fun. Like people are going to remember This series and Drake The rest of time As just like the Drake series I mean He is the global ambassador So Drake I mean. is soft it's also, John just said Drake is soft. Can you hear yourself or no?
1: Yeah.
0: Okay. John just said Drake is soft. <laughs> you you always repeat it. <laughs> That's just right. in case. Yeah, I mean, got all the fans now. John v Drake. Who's who's backyard winning. brawl? Rap battle. I mean, I don't know if John's got that uh no. capability, but
1: I'll take. I'm down. Any physical.
0: <laughs> wow. Case. He's a he's a big he's guy right? now. He's like he's big big looking he's, he's looking thick out there.
1: He's soft at heart.
0: Cool. Interesting. All right, sick. All right, you want to predict the series? Sick. <laughs> Do I want to predict the series? Yeah. What um, are we thinking for the rest of the series? Raptors take game one at home. Game two at home. Who yeah. wins that game? Warriors win the next four. Warriors in five. Bold statement. Book it. You piss these guys off. They're just coming back hot. It's like... Steph hits one of those threes and then hits like eight more in a row in that game. It's just a different story. And Clay obviously missed a lot of shots. I think Draymond's going to end up being MVP in the series because he already logged a triple-double tonight or yesterday night in game one. And he just kind of gets them going. It's like you saw it in the Trailblazer series. It's like he's the guy that, you know, picks everyone up. You saw that video with Jordan Bell, um, missed the dunk. And he's yeah, like, come on, man. man. Yeah, that that kind of man. like everyone hates Draymond. But then in that moment, they're like, all right. Yeah, like. That's cool, Marshmallow. Yeah. That's kind of cool. So yeah, I see Draymond being a big guy in this series. Um, of course, Steph's gonna hit, you know, thirty-five a game. But when it comes down to it, Draymond's gonna get some big defensive stops, triple doubles all around. I like Draymond MVP, Warriors in five. How about you? Raptors in seven. a good. To I intro. would never have, I would never have thought that before watching Game One and then watching Game One. I just feel like the Warriors think they can just come out and dominate on a, like any given night. Just turn the switch on, like not even try in the first half, and then just bang, like dominate. Curry second. bang, curry bang. Yeah, that's what they do. Though, like, I, I know that's what they do, but I feel like they're getting a little too cocky. I don't know why. That's definitely an overreaction from one game of the Raptors <laughs> winning, but that's just my feelings. So They're too good, in my opinion. I I like just have a, comes back, a gut feeling. Up. I have like it's not even something I like I'm seeing. It's more of a gut feeling that the Raptors are gonna actually make this a series and, and take it to seven well, it's, and it's, it's seven. definitely a series 'cause I mean it's definitely a series. They are they are up one oh. I mean You literally just predicted four straight wins for the Warriors. I mean, yeah. That's not really a series. Warriors in five is like... I mean, at this point in time, it is a series. Currently, it is a series. Yes, yes, (laughs) fair enough. All right, true. You sure? So who's your MVP? My MVP, can we go with the Easy Bake Oven? Like, the Easy Bake Oven might be the MVP. Wow. I still, yeah, I do think he's going to, he's going to, obviously he's going to cool off, but. I mean, he's the Easy Bake Oven. Come on now. Come on now. I think he's going to have, like, game four is just going to be his game, where he goes for, like, 50. Again. Wow. Except everyone, yeah, he, the, went, he Biff, went for thirty-two. Fifty is wow. a lot of points. The Easy Bake Oven. That's just such a spicy name. I like Pascal the fact that we Siakam. gave him like such a cooler name than Spicy P. <laughs> the <laughs> spicy Easy Pee's Bake Safe. Oven. The Easy Bake Oven. I mean, it's a little soft, but no, nah, the Easy Bake Oven. It's like you just think of like a four-year-old like making fake cookies in a plastic box, you know? All right. Um,
1: just raining on. Jeff shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: no, no, I like it though, because it's right, gonna right, catch. We'll it we'll it rolls it. off the tongue nice. <laughs> You got a little butt but hurt there. Sorry about I that. I did, a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> Pascal Siakam, the easy bake oven. That's my MVP of the series. One last thing we got we to gotta talk about. KD. Is the happiest person in the world right now, Kevin Durant? I'm going to say no, because I think Drake is the happiest person in the world. But Trope. He, he Trope. might be up there because he just bought his house in New York, so he's coming all this summer. I saw that. And did you see the DM where the guy asked him, he'd be like, yeah, I'd cut both my legs off if you come to New York. It's like, first of all, why? And why? <laughs> no, that's like such a dope thing to like... Why would this guy just Kevin offer Durant, to cut both of his legs Kevin Durant off? responded, get ready to cut both your legs off. I mean... Makes yeah. you think. Makes you think. Is it real? That's definitely a real DM. It's not like it was Photoshopped or anything. No. Because really. there's no possible way that's that. There's no, that's... Time out. We're, I'm staying woke here. Tell you something. Kevin Durant way. actually has a torn Achilles and is not telling anyone. According to all the Instagram doctors and Twitter doctors that saw the video, they all think it was a torn Achilles right from the start. I'm sticking with that. He's going to be questionable before every game. going to be out of every game. going Series is going to go to seven. Gonna be out every game. Gonna be questionable going into the game. Gonna be out. Doesn't want to harm his impending free agency. Kevin Durant actually has a torn Achilles. Wow, makes you think. I mean, makes you think. You know, I, I would hope that the NBA doctors are good enough to, you know, declare whether he has a torn Achilles or not. he's paying him at this under this the table. He's definitely paying him. Oh, the they, yes. Wow. It's a scandal. is a serious guy I'm dead serious you seem like you know a guy or something no I have some inside info I mean I can't really reveal my sources I don't know if you guys know Steve Kerr but yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah cool guy I'm happy that you came up with that take don't believe it's true definitely but he is coming to New York and now that we're talking about New York let's get back some stuff we missed It's fair enough to say that I guess the NBA lottery is not rigged shit well if the NBA lottery was rigged Knicks would get the number one pick true What's up, Bailey? We got a... Bailey just em- entered the apparatus. The, the ecosystem. <laughs> um, but in all seriousness, yeah, I could have... Bailey is Ben's dog, by the way. I would have bet my life that the Knicks were going to get the first pick. And I'm happy I didn't. No. So I can sit yeah, here and for spill sure. knowledge for all you guys. But, jeez, they, sucked, they get scummed. That fucking sucked. <laughs> Like Not even two, three. The fact really. that when you were watching the draft lottery, number one, the draft lottery was insane this year. Yeah, like it was da- It was like heart-pounding. The first like, year they switched it up. I like, know, two, and it had to be the year that the Knicks needed freaking the number one pick. <laughs> so, the Knicks had the best odds, and when it went down to four, all of those teams had really shitty odds going into the night. Yeah. Like, I think the Pelicans had like 5% to get the first pick. Maybe like eight, seven, eight. Yeah, something, something like, that. like that. And I know the Knicks had 14%. Yeah. So, when you're looking at it, it, was the Lakers, the Knicks, the Pelicans, and the Grizzlies. Those are the top four teams. I, I was going also into, just into that commercial break. Lakers. Going into that commercial break, you're like, all right, Knicks are getting number one. Yeah. They get number three. <laughs> Which. That sucks. Hold on. I am happy that they didn't get four, though. Yeah, I mean, four is on the outside looking in. Because at least you get RJ. RJ, I think, is going to be a stud, though. RJ's a beast. Like okay. people are kinda of sleeping on RJ a little bit. Watch it. The Knicks will trade down though. The Knicks are not like he just posted a, a, a shirtless pick of him ducking, it looks pretty dope. So he's gotta be good. It's like Lefko PR where it's like you know Lefko PR? I don't. It's basically during the off season or during like draft season, you just post a bunch of shirtless <laughs> picks or shirtless videos of you just grinding in the gym. Just makes you look ten times sicker. It's like hoodie mellow basically. So yeah, fast no, though, it actually works. Yeah, it definitely works. Shout out Lefko. Shout out Lefkoe. Yeah, she's our guy. He's our guy. Alright, so Zion in New Orleans might have been the shittiest place he could have ended up. I just can't see him in a Pelicans uniform. Him dominating the NBA in a New Orleans Pelicans uni. The blue and the white? Disgusting. Even though he wore blue and white dude. Yeah, It's just like such a shitty franchise. Why couldn't he gone to like the Lakers? That would have been sick. That would have been like him, LeBron. I would have been so Open. rigged. Just no. So no, LeBron and Zion. You I mean, it imagine? would be cool. You just you can't do that. It's like putting two LeBrons on the same team. Except he's no LeBron, but no. he's LeBron Jr. I'm, I'm excited for him. For Zion? Yes, but now I'm not excited. <laughs> <laughs> because, no, he's I mean, just like New Orleans is just I, don't, I can't. It just sucks. Does Does, just sucks. does Anthony Davis stay now? No, I still think he wants to live. I still think. they're they're trying so hard to keep him there too. I know. <laughs> I I hope that the Knicks find a way to package 3 they 34, won. which is their second round, Kevin Knox and Nilakita, for Anthony Davis. Or something like that. They they got to find a way to just get Anthony Davis. Yeah, they would have to give a lot. Yeah, but out. I I like if you're the Knicks, like give a lot. Like what do you have to lose? Your t- your roster's still I mean, shit right now. It's harder than that. But you got to plan for KD, you know? KD, I'm I'm nervous. I'm staying woke that he has an Achilles injury. He's he's done for two years. <laughs> Career's over. <laughs> they signed KD like he that would be that would be all-time Knicks. They signed KD. He's <laughs> torn Achilles. <laughs> he has a torn Achilles. He is done for his career. Like he just sucks now. That would suck. He shoots like 20% from the field. That would make sense. For that would just be classic Knicks. All right, Gosh, that was stuff we missed. You want to get to the interview? I'm down. Biggest interview we've probably ever done. Devin Kajust. So you, a lot of people have been asking us, like, how did you get Devin Kajust? Shout out Devin Kajust. He's just, the like, an OG. Like he's he just, is an OG. He's just, like, one of the nicest people. He's a father people. figure. There you go. He's just one of the nicest people in the world, he basically. A
1: genuine guy. Yeah, he's, so just, genuine. he's not,
0: like, fake, either. He's just, like, a super nice guy. You'll, you'll hear him. Gives a motivational speech during the interview. That was kind of cool. Boy, does he have a vocabulary. Oh, my God, yes. Smart guy. First word. Remember the first word? Oh, my God, yeah. All right, so. You guys will hear it in a second. Yeah. Great interview. Uh, It's a good listen. The interview is sponsored by Hell of a good dips. Hell of a good dips. (laughs) Bob Metnery. All right, Peter. So, uh, you want to get to the interview? Yep, let's get it. All right. Here he is, Devin Kajust. All right, we now welcome on former NFL tight end, hard knock star, and now energy and crystal therapist, Devin Kijus. Devin, welcome to the show, man. Thanks so much for coming on. Thank you guys, I really appreciate it, big time. Oh yeah, we're, we're very stoked to have you on here, you know. Here in Westfield, New Jersey, you're an absolutely massive celebrity, and to have you on here, it's a blessing. <laughs> in Jersey, really? Yeah. You know, from New
2: York, I'm surprised you guys aren't fighting with me right
0: now. <laughs> <laughs> we, love, we love you, we love you down here. All right, so let's get right into it. Honestly, so you're a former NFL tight end. If you had to describe your football career in one word, what would what would that word be? Dang! Wow, that's a great question. <laughs> right off the bat. We're giving you a good one. <laughs>
2: yeah, like I love. There's no prep. Just like, what's the career like? <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: so take, your take your I time. Take your time hmm
2: serendipitous
0: serendipitous that's, that's a great word could I tell you what that means no I honestly don't know
2: yeah, that. Um, basically it's like you know how there are coincidences like coincidences and we were like oh that's a coincidence mm-hmm. it's like a beautiful coincidence that you're like there's no way that that could have been by chance like that was planned by something larger than us and God's I guess, plan God I just mean like the chance of that happening wow love the synchronicity and it was beautiful so it's serendipitous, also known as serendipity.
0: Beautiful. Well That's said. a great word. So we talked about your career a little bit. What's the one play in your career, the one highlight you're most proud of? Like, what's the one thing you did in your career, one play that stands out to you in your mind when you look back on it? There is there one. Dang. I guess it might have been the, the first
2: thing that came to mind was one or the other, and it was the Oregon catch that was out of bounds. Yeah, the Stanford the one. Corner, yeah. Um,
0: that was absurd. Or
2: yeah what's crazy is one of my coaches well not coaches athletic directors uh, uh, right after that play his first thing to me was you couldn't get your foot down <laughs> and he was dead serious like it wasn't even like a joke and I was I almost punched him I was like really bro <laughs> <laughs> um, hey, you, like, you just got a new screensaver come on man yeah that <laughs> one or the Notre Dame catch Yeah. Um, which didn't hit me it still hasn't hit me very much what kind of happened that game mm. uh, so I don't know uh, between those two I guess Football really just Once I play the game It kind of empties my mind I, A lot of players are like Hey you Remember that game In this quarter And I'm like "No, Not really, not really. <laughs> Unfortunately I mean unless there's like Massive, massive plays Right You know I, I Yeah I'm lost bro
0: <laughs> Gotcha So is is, <laughs> is Stanford the official Tight end you?
2: Oh hell yeah Tell me what was school pumps out tight ends like that and I'm not even a tight wasn't even a tight end there
0: really yeah played, like played receiver the
2: Packers I was a receiver
0: did you like that conversion or no yes and no yes because I love a challenge and adversity and a lot of people thought I couldn't do it because I was 222 and my first play was against Julius Peppers
2: <laughs> and he's 300 pounds and he palms me in the chest I go three yards into the backfield and it's power left and I'm on the left side, so basically it's school body left, and the pulling guard hits me in the back, and I black out, and that was my welcome to tight end, welcome to the NFL, and it basically was like a punching bag until I learned how to block,
0: so <laughs> to
2: show my, that I'm not going to quit
0: after four weeks, so. Oh yeah, definitely, definitely not easy uh, blocking uh, Julie's peppers there.
2: Uh, yeah, and don't forget Clay Matthews and Taytone Jones, and then yep. Blake Martinez up the middle, and. You know, don't forget the
0: secondary uh, Clayton Dicks. And basically everyone. Everyone's a hazard in that league. I mean
2: it was it was almost the number one defense at the time, and I'm just like, great, good start to you know, position change here. Let's do it. <laughs> right.
0: So you played you played on Green Bay, like you were just talking about before when, when you made the switch, you were an undrafted rookie, went to Green Bay, what also went to San Francisco and most notably Cleveland. So what do you think was your favorite team to play on? <sighs> can't choose favorites, man. Oh, no way. Like, Niners,
2: I was a receiver, so I got to say I was a receiver in the NFL, and then it was in California, and those guys were dope. Then going to the Packers, is like, a whole different animal, man, like, Hall of Famers, the tradition of Green Bay, the World Championship, like, just the squad was dope, and then being out in Cleveland, again, a much younger group, but also led by amazing leaders, and then being
0: a part of building, rebuilding history. So it's like, I can't pick one. Right. That's, That's
2: not fair. They're all
0: amazing. That's another thing I was gonna ask, going from all these different teams, like just switching up locker rooms, is that like is it hard to kind of understand how to play with all these new guys or do you just kinda of pick it up since you're all ballers? Uh, you kinda
2: of pick it up a little bit just because of college every year you lose, you know, a fifth of your team and then you gain an entirely new breed of people. Yeah. And each year it kinda of happens. Where in the NFL it's just a little bit more rapid where like it could be this guy's gone the first week you don't see him for four weeks and then he comes back and then he's gone again mm. or you know there's a dude every other day coming in it's just you do get used to it very rapidly
0: right so here's a little question and I'm interested for what you gotta say to this so I was <laughs> voted by our fans the man to get drafted earlier out of Jet and I so do you think I can make it to the NFL I mean I
2: believe honestly if you put in the work yeah and you have the right coaching and discipline yeah
0: can you coach me? <laughs> I mean, if you were over here, absolutely. All right, we're You probably wouldn't, you wouldn't like
2: it because I mean, to be a one percenter, you gotta, I'm gonna have to push you, you have to quit school basically.
0: Yeah. We'll work it out. At
2: this rate, I mean, if you're down,
0: let's you get after. <laughs> let's get after, there we let's go. Let's get after. In all, in all seriousness though, like, you know, take me through what, like the daily life of someone that's making it to the league. Like, what does it take, both mentally and physically?
2: It depends on your person, man. It depends on your talent, and I didn't think I actually had a lot of talent, so I was more like a. I felt like more like a walk-on, and Jerry Rice was kind of like my motivator with that quote. Uh, you know, you got to be able to do what others want today, so that you can achieve what they can't tomorrow. And it's like that's how I thought. Like I was lowest in my in my class to Stanford. I was ranked in a position I never played. My team my first year I thought I was getting kicked off the team because I tore my ACL and I was rebellious but basically I couldn't wake up for class because I never slept due to anxiety mm-hmm. and it's just like my entire life was every time I hit the next level from Pop Warner to varsity to high school going up to varsity again and then it was just told that you're now you're playing with the big kids you won't make it mm-hmm. now you're playing with the all stars of you know the county the league the state the country you won't make it you're not going to be good enough so for me, that was, it was just a giant proven wrong mentality. It was I came from more of the underdog, and that's what I'm saying. It doesn't matter what your skill is. If you put in that work, and you have that discipline, and you're willing to go harder than anybody else and truly study your craft, right. I really think that you, anybody can make it. Like, obviously, there are genetic benefits and you know predisposed disposition that a lot of people don't have. However, if you really put in that work and you have the right people who can help you and train you, I really think you can do it. Um, and the level of difficulty again, like, that's to the beholder, man. Like if you can look at somebody like Solomon Thomas or Christian McCaffrey, those are people that had not only God given talent but their work
1: ethic is unfreaking believable. Right. And then you can have someone like
2: Julian Edelman who apparently didn't have very much talent, right? Mm -hmm. But that man worked harder than anybody playing 20,000 positions, and now look at him, right? Mm -hmm. You know, you have all these first-rounders and second-rounders and third-rounders whom you never hear of again after, like, a year or two. No, it's just, like, it's really, how hard is it? It's I mean, obviously, it's extremely hard. However, a lot of it may go to your work, and don't forget, politics play a role. And there's only so much you can control. So... It's more than one variable. However, the difficulty, it
0: is very high. Yeah, and I think this next question kind of relates to everything you just said. Um, you know, Just like every other human being, like you've come up short at times. No matter how much blood, sweat, and tears you've put into that work, it's just life. It's, it happens to everyone. And Correct. What is one thing that you would want to tell to all the people out there that don't succeed on their first try? Whether it be sports or anything else.
2: Succeed on their first try. I
0: mean, their, their first 20 tries.
2: Yeah, I was like, shit, I'm used to failing, man. Like, failing. I love failing. Failing is the greatest teacher because immediately you know what not to do. Mm-hmm. When you succeed, there, there's no way you could funnel on what you did unless what you were doing had very few steps, had right. very few variables involved. And so failing, you fall down the first time, shit, be excited. Because mm-hmm. now you know how what's going to happen, what to expect. And the biggest thing I could say to that is sacrifice a lot to gain a lot in order to sacrifice you've got to be willing to fail take note of it and reflect because honestly 70% of what we learn is through experience 20% is through like knowledge and learning and 10% is innate it's just kind of what's given to you so you be excited to fail because that means you know how to perform that much better the next time when you're ready to try it again and then go and succeed, succeed.
0: Pretty, yeah, so, pretty, talk about a motivator right there yeah <laughs> <laughs> hey, well, he's a, motiv- he's a Motivated motivator speaking. So yeah There we go I, I can see it There we go, yeah We talked a little bit about your time in Cleveland So, obviously, you were on Hard Knocks uh, <laughs> what, what was the experience like being on Hard Knocks? Like, did you like it? Did you like the attention it gave you? Was it kind of a pain in the ass? Like, What, what do you think the overall experience of being on Hard Knocks was like? All positive The only negative I could feel maybe was that you could create a little jealousy between
2: your teammates because it, you know, people don't want the attention and they could think that you are focused on TV and lose sight of that. And I hope I didn't portray that. I didn't think I portrayed that. However, that would be the only slight thing. Um, Outside of that, like everybody loves attention. Don't get me wrong. However, you cannot let that get in the way of your goal and I don't think that I did that and I think I, Hard Knocks like the film crew did a very good job of staying out of everybody's way it was more fun than anything really getting to meet these people that create this series and create the story and really let people know what NFL players are like and that we're not just meatheads right. we have personalities we have other lives <laughs> yeah. and we're not robots yeah. and to see what it's like the camaraderie we have on a team I think they portrayed that very well and so I'm very fortunate for that. And I thought it was kind of the coolest thing because when I went to the Niners, man, I was like, man, how cool would it be to be on Hard Knocks and be that undrafted guy? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Swear to God, like that was like a dream. And the fact that it came to fruition, I'm like, I got to do this. I got to make it. <laughs> like, I can do this. And then, you know, unfortunately it didn't. Still, just got that chance. Yeah. And then I realized it had nothing to do with football. Mm-hmm. So... And I'm, I'm, that.
0: I'm interested to hear because when you watch that show, it just seems like they have millions of cameras on you, like at all times. <laughs> so like you're telling me there was no moment where you just wanted to walk up to a cameraman and just tell him to fuck off.
2: Uh, No, you just stop talking and then they kind of get the picture.
0: Is that easy? Yeah, it's really like,
2: you know, they'll be right up in your face and you're having a conversation and then we'll just go. Mm hmm. And then we'll just stop. <laughs>
0: that works, man.
2: <laughs> yeah, so it's like they—they they, sometimes it would be right in our face, and there are some things where we're like, "Yo, are you wired? You got the wire." <laughs> 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 and then other times we'd be doing like spy signs, be like, "Hey, hey yo, tap in the shoulder, like <laughs>
0: keep it down."
2: Over, 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 over.
0: <laughs> you know. It, it, we just had
2: fun with it, and they understood that. So yeah. That's awesome.
0: So, when you were playing for the Browns in that year, you played with Baker Mayfield. He was a rookie coming out. Did you know right away that he was going to be this special talent? No
2: idea. I mean, I didn't really know who he was. You know, I, To be honest with you, I don't really watch the draft. I don't really watch who's coming where and whatnot or really what their personalities are. And I just want to see him and i like, oh, he's the first rounder. Oh, this is uh, there's 4,000 cameras around him. Oh, he's drafted <laughs> overall number one. Uh, I guess I should get to know this guy. Like, that's... like extent of me learning about the players and then i just look at them for how they treat me judge them how they carry themselves here because as the media portrayed baker it was this raging nutcase who could be the next johnny manziel going to the same team right Right. Mm -hmm. and yet what i saw what i met was an extremely hard-working person who wants to just lead and wants to win and is extremely supportive and it's like that's a guy that you want to play on the field with. Yeah. And being the undrafted no-name guy who's considered the most oddball on the team of crystals, <laughs>
1: that
2: he connected with me as much as he did. And he would leave me just with a few words It goes to show what type of character he truly had.
0: How, how good do you think this Mayfield guy could be? Could he get a gold jacket one day? <laughs> Absolutely. If
2: he has the right team and the right unit around him, there's no
0: doubt awesome so was there a moment that you you found with him where it was like oh my god like holy shit like this guy's gonna be a stud just when he walked on the field, after the second week i was like
2: he can do something if he really keeps his head on his shoulders and stays humble like, so, rookie minicamp, i was
0: like yeah yeah let's do it yeah another talent on hard knocks todd haley <laughs> did you have any good uh todd haley stories <laughs> Oh, I guess he already
2: He is, he's hilarious man, like the jokes that he has on there, that was that's him. Like just a great dude. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah, really amazing and funny character and just wants the best out of everybody.
0: I feel like you guys had a really good relationship on there. Like did you, did you feel the the same way about him or no?
2: Oh yeah, absolutely. You know, we're men of few words. Like I I, I try not to talk very much. <laughs> but mm-hmm. when we did joke around It was It was always I prefer the constructive criticism Like harsh Like you gotta kick my ass Don't You know Don't sugarcoat stuff And he did that And it was like Shit I gotta get the ball rolling So And he was my type of coach
0: so. Yeah For sure Another big thing on Hard Knocks Your relationship with your dad Yes So How many times did you hear your dad whistling from the top deck?
2: I only heard it twice
0: You actually heard him?
2: yeah I did and I remember I just remember not reacting like being like I can't react because if they see me react and that goes on TV then it shows that I'm not focused that's smart and so I remember hearing it and when I finally watched the Hard Knocks episode they're like oh you can't hear us we're too high and I was like no actually I did (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
1: which is crazy to believe
2: but yeah I do remember hearing
0: him yeah on, on such a serious note though like what what's it like to having your dad as such a close friend and, and being so supportive around you especially like that was a huge thing on Hard Knocks like you and your dad had such a close bond
2: yeah it was truly remarkable to be honest with you and what a lot of people didn't get and what I try to humanize our relationship is like we been told Hard Knocks and I've been telling this on a couple of podcasts now and of course my dad would fucking hate this and people were like you know family I'm not disrespecting my dad. It's like, but we didn't talk for a hundred, a uh, hundred, well, uh, a year and a half. Yeah. And trying to announce that and let people know, it's like we're normal too. We're mm-hmm. just like every other fan. Like you got your ups and downs, and so to have him come there, and then all of a sudden for them to catch that relationship and just for us to hit play, it was awesome. It was something really special that I don't think a lot of men may have with their dads or just men with other men in general because mm-hmm. we're in this hyper-masculine society that says what makes someone tough is showing no weakness. And I was like, well, what's tougher? To hold on or to be vulnerable. Sure. And truly is to being vulnerable. So to share that, it really was amazing. And I'm blessed for that.
0: Mm-hmm. So we're going to step away from the hard knocks because I'm sure you've heard enough of that past couple of years or last <laughs> year. Um, so let's get into some crystal questions. Cause there's a lot of, a lot of questions surrounding this topic here. And you know, as shown from your tear jerking post on Instagram, you have officially retired from the NFL and now working full time in spiritual healing and crystals. Now what's that transition been like for you?
2: It's honestly, I was just about to make a post yesterday of taking a social media break. And it was, it's been an amazing transition. Mm-hmm. So, Amplify yourself is more than just the crystals, right? It's, there are three components to the person. There's the body, there's the mental and emotional, and then there's the
0: spiritual or energetic side, I will say, let's say with intuitive. Mm-hmm. And so triangles being the strongest
2: structure or form in the universe, I do personal training because I've learned how to personally train properly while I was out in Green Bay from one of the greatest people in the world. Uh, Dr. Vince Catarusia, and he told me how he put on 25 pounds on me, basically two years in a row, uh, after I tore my ACL was the second time, and I felt the lightest I've ever felt, the strongest I've ever felt, and the most, like, happiest and joyous, mm-hmm. with lack of injury. So learning to train people to feel that, then combining energy therapy, removing these energy blockages, trying to help people amplify themselves and know that, dude, when you feel down and out, it's more than just a physical, chemical emotion how come when one moment you can be like super happy and excited and then all you do is you walk into a room or you meet somebody and you're like, damn, I feel exhausted all of a sudden. And all yeah. that happened was you moved areas or met someone new. And then the last is the, the hardest part, right? The battle with the mind. Motivational speaking and kind of learning to be this life coach and just teach people that, hey, being human, yeah, is difficult. But if you just keep these little tools in your toolbox to help you attack every single day, I mean, I feel like you're going to be a pretty strong individual. And yeah. it's okay to fail, like I said. So this transition is truly trying to figure out how can I like, give this brand, give this product to people with high quality. And I kind of went too hard. And I've been going balls to walls. My, my face is going in all types of directions. and I feel like a splattered piece of paint right now in this very moment. So learning to slow down and that it's going to take time to make sure that I deliver this product, if you will, with quality, uh, I need to reset, so it's been amazing. I've learned a tremendous amount, and you guys have just caught me at the time where I'm going to take a step back and reevaluate and go in this linear fashion and refocus, reprioritize, and know that all of it doesn't happen have to happen at once. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, that's awesome, man. So how difficult was it for you on a scale of 1 to 10 to, to step away from the game? Like, did you embrace this new career, or were you kind of still itching to, to stay in the NFL? I was actually leaning more towards leaving.
2: Uh, I kind of had enough, and i evolving towards the energy and crystals. I mean, that is, it was my first, like, true, full passion. Like, my entire body loved what I was doing. And football, I never really had that love for extended periods of time. And so when it came to injuring my shoulder and then the team telling me no, for whatever reason, leaving it, I was stuck in this just three-week limbo period. And when I fully decided, I felt like the largest weight in my entire life was lifted. And the support system that I had was truly amazing. So it wasn't as difficult for me to leave because my passion is, again, in this and using a platform to help amplify one another like damn dude i don't have to spend 13 hours a day trying to convince myself to get up and i have to be somewhere and live a certain way and be told what to do for years and years and years now on something that i love half the time Mm -hmm. i get to wake up and do something that i truly love and although it's not the easiest thing shit, dude i get more joy from the faces that i get when people come off my healing table or even teammates when I'd give them a crystal and they'd give me three minutes of their time and when they would open their eyes and see peace that they have never understood, sorry man, like no play ever gave me that. Mm -hmm.
0: So if you had to designate one crystal to like an average high school student, what crystal you got? Blue kyanite. (laughs) Blue (laughs)
2: kyanite.
0: What's blue kyanite doing?
2: Blue kyanite, I feel like I post this all the goddamn time on my Instagram. And it's a beautiful stone that relieves stress, anxiety, and depression. While removing that, it reinstills a peace and a calmness and removes negativity. It's a grounding crystal as well. So being a high school student where everyone's trying to fit in, be accepted, understand who they are, while simultaneously stressing out about the world that's saying academics is everything. I feel like that stone would be the perfect stone.
0: Yeah, for sure. Um, what about a crystal that would make our podcast funny?
2: <laughs> the first one that came to mind is natural citrine. It's really good at just transforming negativity love that into one. positivity all on its own. It literally turns it into joy. So if you guys came onto the podcast and someone was like, you know, they're stressed out through say this phone or you guys are stressed out like freaking out about whatever the daily lives are going on just having the natural citrine it'll re- return that flow and just convert it into joy man and I know you guys some work really freaking hard but yet we have no idea on our end or what people are watching what goes on behind the scenes so to make sure that blue night and natural citrine bringing the joy bringing the good vibes I think you'd be good to go
0: yeah we'll take about 10 of those
2: <laughs> <laughs> I only have blue night my friend all right. Someone, uh, someone took both my citrines. We'll go mining. <laughs> yeah, just get your uh, shovel and sandpill and you'll be good
0: to go. <laughs> all right, so let's get into the next little section here. We like to call this the gauntlet. We do this with everyone we interview. We give them a couple hypotheticals, a couple of good conversation questions, and we're just interested in you know, hearing everyone's responses because they're always different. So you ready for the gauntlet? The same questions. Some are similar, some are different. Gotcha. So, question one. If you could domesticate any animal in the world to be your pet, what would it be? <laughs> <Dang>. <laughs> Anything. And
2: it didn't rip my face off?
0: Nope. It's like cuddles the with you at night.
2: The snow leopard. That's, that's
0: a good one. Very specific, yeah, that's too. A, that's a, You have a connection to a snow leopards? Leopard.
2: It's just some fucking magical goddamn creature. Like, that thing is just. Wicked cool True That is what came to mind It's either that or a kangaroo And I was like Nah man
0: A, a kangaroo would be pretty rup. cool To just To just roll up with a kangaroo That's, that's pretty cool Chilling, Chilling in the pouch That small ass kangaroo dude <laughs> <laughs> Yeah that's fine. I saw that <laughs> Never seen a snow leopard <laughs> Alright so What about if You found out You only had 24 hours to live What are you doing there? Hmm yeah. Well wow keep in mind you're not actually you don't actually only have 24 hours you seem like you just got a little sad there <laughs>
2: oh no 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 it was like dang my mind just went racing yeah and honestly not the sadness the, I'm thinking all the like adventures I haven't been on yet because of football and mm-hmm. first thing that comes to mind is I would a uh, skydiving squirrel suit and I would find a way because there's a place in the world where there's this cliff where this upward cart kind of can hold you up for an extremely long time where the longest record or skydive was around three hours and I would learn to just kind of fly for about <laughs> That'd be two
0: sick. hours. That'd be uh,
2: that's pretty cool. Away, and I would keep attempting it until 24 hours or well.
0: up. That's pretty cool, that's a good one. So if you had to travel 100 years into the past or the future, which one are you choosing?
2: I feel like I already feel the direction of where the future is going. So I'd rather go backwards. What are you doing in the past? It was like
0: Huh. What are you doing in the past? If you, if you go back hundred years, what are you doing in the past?
2: <laughs> what am I doing? Shit, yeah, I'd love to see everybody in top heads and peacoats and dresses.
0: <laughs> if there's one person you want to meet from the past, like any any past figure, role model, what do you mean? With, within
2: a hundred years, I don't know. If Mr. Tesla was alive Then I don't know when he died But if I could meet him I would like to meet that guy
0: Is that the, is that the creator of Tesla?
2: Yes <laughs> and, it says, uh, and the reason why Is because the way that he thinks Is like if you ever You know if you want to Kind of bring Anything into existence Or really understand How to move forward in the future You have to think in terms of Energy Frequency And vibration So someone to have that type of Understanding of
0: bringing what they wanted to existence at that time I want to know and he was a scientist who was already changing the world and I mean he doesn't He's not here anymore like I need to meet that guy right so last one here yes so what's it like playing as yourself in a video game or have you are you a video I game guy never, done that. Never. never never really yeah that's hard to believe. Say, that's every kid's I just, dream. Yeah, the
2: coolest thing was watching someone create me as a Fortnite character. <laughs> they sent me that video and I was dying. <laughs> I was like, "What?"
0: And that's just, that's I, the I, path that the future's going in right there. That was It was like I I was like, "Holy shit." And then
2: someone dressed me up dressed up as me for Halloween. And then most recently, and these are only one instances. This is not multiple. It's like one Fortnite guy, <laughs> one Halloween person, and then this little person, this little kid in Cleveland did a wax museum. That's the pretty way,
0: cool. Like, have like a wax cool figure thing. of yourself.
2: And I'm um, just like, wow. Yeah, that's awesome.
0: That's complete. I mean, I I could. <laughs> s- what an honor, man. Yeah, I could say firsthand, you know, on my Madden um, connected franchise team. I made sure I drafted you and upped the contract and the targets and I want to let you know that you helped my team out a lot in that Madden career and you know, you had an amazing year. So thank you for that. Thank you,
2: man. I feel like I was the sleeper pick and people are like, dude, how come your speed is so high? <laughs> uh, Cause no one, be- like I ran a 444 at 224, man. Like yeah. I was almost as fast, if not the same speed as Njoku and he won't uh, admit that. <laughs>
0: Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> All right, Devin. It's been a, a real pleasure, man. And you're a recurring guest now, so you gotta you gotta come back on. You gotta.
2: Oh, absolutely. You guys tip me up. You guys let me know. I will make sure to make some time. And I thank you guys again for really having me on. I really appreciate
0: you. Thank you so much for coming on, Devin. It was awesome. We love we love what you've been doing, man. It's a good one. See you, pal. And we're back, time to get into segments. Jet, great interview with Devin, had a blast. Yeah, Devin was a beast. Confirmed recurring guest, definitely gonna come on the show again. He's a beast. All right, so, first segment, podcast number eight. Let's get into the prices right. You know, a lot of people liked it ever since we started. Last so, week. So you guys ready? The Last episode. You guys ready? So, all right, let's give a recap of the Price is Right, though. Sure. in case the newbies sure. don't know what the Price is Right is. So, the Price is Right is, how much money would it take for you to do a certain action? So. It
1: sounded sexual.
0: Sherm says it sounded sexual. He's got a weird brand. All right. Let's get into Price is Right. All right, number one. Actually, we only have, we we have, only three. have three today. Have three. Number one. How much would it take for you to name your child... Chesterfield McMurther the Fourth as their entire first name. Just the first name. Chesterfield McMurther the Fourth. All right, so say this is my kid. Yeah. It's Chesterfield McMurther the Fourth. Middle name. Middle name till you. you. I'm saying five bucks. Wow. (laughs) Now, (laughs) on on a serious note. Probably around the hundreds of thousands. Yeah. Wow. I mean, yeah. So are you going? You going lower or higher? I go higher, cause you're ruining. Yeah, the kid's having a tough job. No, but like sure. you can call him Chess or like Chester. Just, you, <laughs> just Chester call him, Chester. Ch- you just call him Chester, not like. Like Chester, Chester. Taylor, the Vikings from yeah. that It's cool. Show. He's always going to know that he has... What, are, what about just calling him the fourth? That's a power move. Well, the, also, the thing <laughs> yo, is... Yo, yo, the fourth. <laughs> How we doing? That's retarded. Does he know that you're getting paid to name him this? Because that would be a scum move. For no, him to be you like... Can't, you can't reveal that. That's that's a secret you're going to go with your grave. Yeah, I mean, yo, the fourth. What's up, man? It's like, Dad, how did we get so wealthy? It's like, <laughs> well, Chester, good night. You know, you can't tell him about it, so. McMurther. <laughs> I mean, like when he asked Chester McMurther. Have like five different nicknames for him. Mickey, the fourth. <laughs> Forty. You're, Chester, you're hundred thousand. I'm on millions. You're on millions. Hundreds of millions. No, no, no I, I said hundreds of thousands. I probably hundreds say. Of thousands. I'm in the 500k range. Yeah, I'm so I'm definitely somewhere in the millions, cause like, but that's I mean, like a de- like that's a cool story though. It's just kind of like, like my I mean, it, it, it's my just mind. a name. It is just a name. Like he can kids, always change it too. That's fine. Like, I'll take 500 Ooh, I mean, there's definitely grand. some yeah. some small print in this that says they can't change their name, cause that's just too easy. No, that's no. You take. A billion dollars, no. and the kid changed his name. Otracinco. Chad Johnson changed his name.
1: Don't you have to be 18?
0: Yeah. I mean, he's got to live with this for his, like, grown up. He's going to develop some strong mental fortitude.
1: Or he's going to break down. <laughs> nope. Mike
0: is, is <laughs> yeah, going to no. be strong. Chesterfield like like Murther, the Fourth, Patrick you is going to be an absolute beast. Patrick. It's just the uh, first thing That's came such in my a head. shitty name. Patrick. We love all the Patrick's out there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not on the real Just though. Just be blessed that you're the not Chesterfield <laughs> <laughs> before. <laughs> Alright. Next one. So when me and Ben were researching for prices right, Ben found this one. I'm a little upset by it too. How much money would it take for you to eat 26 Brussels sprouts? Just 26 mm, Brussels no, sprouts. No, hold on a second. <laughs> ben was pissed. Ben was heated. I'm a fan of Brussels sprouts. Brussels sprouts are trash, by the way. Time you out. cook them the right way? No. They're amazing. Would like out. Hold on. toast them a little bit too. Oh my god. We're Beautiful. Sea oh, C- salt even if you're advanced cook them with a little maple syrup. Wow. What maple a touch. syrup and Brussels sprouts? What? It's it's about the glaze. Oh my god, it's gross. Not, I'm not dipping it in it. You just get the That's glaze. The scut- Why have you eaten maple syrup and right, you're, you're overthinking it. That's like the like, you know how people head. put maple syrup on like their carrots like before? No. Yeah, and you glaze no. it. Yeah, it's like a, it's a thing. I've never heard of that. That's disgusting. It's, it makes it so much better. Maple syrup? You sound like you're, like, from Canada. Nah, like, oh, maple syrup, eh? I <laughs> to put some maple syrup on my beer, eh? I mean, more multiple countries use maple syrup. <laughs> no, it's more of a Canada thing, though. It's like Canada's known for maple syrup. I do love maple syrup. Yeah, but, like, but that's all right. on carrots? Without? Do you put right, maple all right, syrup on, on carrots? All right, you're- <laughs> no, that's disgusting. Oh, hit by pitch. All right, hold on a second. I'm not- you're, like, thinking about just carrots dipped in maple syrup. Not the case. Like, glazed on there. Yes, I know. Like- like, making it look good. Like, pouring it on. Still trash! That's still disgusting. You haven't even had
2: it.
1: You put the maple syrup on the carrots and then you cook it with the maple syrup. Oh my god! Did you ever, like, glaze-
0: like, it's like honey glazed chicken, you know?
1: By yeah, the it's way- It's not honey, it's um, maple
0: syrup. Just to kind like of, like, get back to Brussels sprouts, um, those are the white things, right? No, that's cauliflower. Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> wait, i you oh, from downtown. <laughs> Cause I was like, I was thinking about show, it. You want me to show you a picture of Brussels <laughs> sprouts? I was thinking about it, I was like, wait. No. I think Brussels sprouts are the white thing. Like roasted Brussels sprouts. Oh, okay. I do know what they are. Ben, just show me a picture. Um, still gross. Yeah, no, they're still. I hate those things. Yeah, those things suck. All right. When when it makes a, its way like once Maples, every like three weeks, like this is it. Maple syrup, Brussels sprouts no. with bacon.
1: What?
0: It is like when it makes. It's, it's ma- all right. Maple maple roasted. When it makes it's, its way to my kitchen table, once every three weeks, I'm disgusted. I'm not having that. That's a mom, I'm finished with my dinner, throw in the garbage. But the fact that someone's legitimately asking how much money they would have to be paid just to eat 26 Brussels sprouts. Like, I'll take 500 bucks. I'll pay you 20 bucks to give me some maple roasted Brussels sprouts. That's disgusting, man. Mm.
1: I'm going five bucks per Brussels sprout.
0: Oh my god, you guys are quick so math are, here. You guys are terrible. Quick math here, that's about uh, 30? 50 bucks. <laughs> Right. Right. Yep. Yeah. All right. You guys are nuts. Next one. Disgusted. You're, you're, I'm disgusted. You're, you're disgusted. And you literally just said you would eat a maple syrup covered That's, carrot. You see, now you're, now you're putting words in my mouth. No, I am not. You it's, literally just said that. Maple roasted Brussels sprouts. What the fuck is the difference? <laughs> you said, this, this, all right. Maple roasted, you put a little glaze on before roast them, crisp as like can you be. know. All right, maple. Um, what this I'm, is what he said: maple syrup. The syrup part made you just imagine the dripping. No, maple syrup covered. Up, bro. Was, you take the one, the thing <laughs> that I'm thinking, like, you ever go to like, oh. what's the thing that chocolate covered strawberries? No, no, no. What's what's the thing that delivers that? Oh, edible arrangements. Edible arrangements. Thank you. You ever see like the edible, edible arrangements? arrangements. Like, they're ads. Yeah, but for the plates where they have chocolate glazed on, kind of like, like doo doo. I don't know what you're doing right now. It's a bad visual for people that. To Tough, Tough visual. Tough visual. I'm upset. It's kind of like here. it's it's X's just, just like of the criss-cross. chocolate. Yeah, crisscross, crisscrosses. That's what I'm picturing. The maple syrup yeah. on like the. like that's cross. that's what I'm trying to tell you. Like that's not what I'm saying. Oh, I will make them for you for both of you. No, I'm like that's I would never have that in a million years. That sounds disgusting. Well, that's like putting that you're literally like buddy the elf. You're exp- putting maple expand, syrup on Expand expand your palate. It's a if you look up maple rosebro sprouts, probably, it's a well Probably terrible palate. for you, too.
1: Yeah? yeah. Are, you, are you kidding me?
0: Maple syrup. Have you ever putting eat, maple have syrup you on ever anything, like, food? Yes. <laughs> Brussels sprouts are amazing for you. They're trash. For you or No, no, I'm talking about like the maple syrup like brings the goodness oh, of just, the meal. Just down. completely change the subject then, right? What? <laughs> you just said they're terrible for you. No, no, I said they're terrible in general. You
1: said they're probably bad. You said they're no, bad no, no, no. no. <laughs> I said,
0: I said, the, 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 the with the maple <laughs> no, syrup. With the maple back, syrup. I, all right, all right. Um, you know, we're done with this. We can talk about all, right, this all day. Next one. This is a good one. Last Price is Right. How much money would it take for you to not know how to read? <laughs> That's tough. That's a tough look. Like, one day you just wake up, you're like, shit, what's going on? <laughs> Why can't I read? How much money would it take for you to That's like, you can't live life, do. though.
1: No. You need enough money... I think it's hire. at least a billion. You need enough money to hire someone yeah. on, like, a...
0: Yeah, but they gotta be chill, because, like, you're... When I'm looking at Twitter, Dude, like, you can't anyone, read a single thing on anyone Twitter. Anyone would take, like, a big salary to just read. Yeah. Like, you could literally uh-huh. pick and choose whoever Here's you want. what
1: I'm doing. True that. I'm taking... Millions, hundreds of millions of dollars, and I'm hiring the guy that narrates Planet Earth, and he's reading everything. What uh, yeah, I was about to say. Morgan, Morgan, I would
0: hire Morgan Freeman, probably. That's
1: a good
0: option. I don't think he would do that, but he's old. Yeah. No. So how much is like at least a billion? I'd hire bo- you have to like pick guy like, <laughs> super. Peter. <take laughs> <his guy, laughs> I'd hire Bob and rippies and lippies. <laughs> You're just making shit up. Backing dippies and. <laughs> Bob Menoray Peter. Oh my god. Absolutely killing the joke. Fuck me, right? Um, I mean, how much money would it take for me to not know how to read? At Honestly, I, I, I mean couldn't tell you the last time I read a book. Yeah, but yeah. it's not a book. You read I'm just, everything I'm just every saying, day. I'm just saying. like Some people are attached to you novels. Have to
1: know this is not enough. about
0: oh. This is just this is just life.
1: <laughs> you would have to know the signs on the street. Yeah, okay. Shapes. You yeah, would that's to tough.
0: Yeah, but think about it like this. I mean, Stop signs uh, Always th- yeah, thinking about it. What is it? What's it Hexagon? Uh, no, that's Octagon. That's, it's an octagon. It's an hexagon octagon. Hexagon is um Hexagon's 6, right? Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> All
1: right.
0: So, oh, fuck. I'm <laughs> Oh, I'm at least a billion. No, but think about it like this. The negative of not knowing how to read yields a positive. It's like going blind. It brings out your other uh
1: What senses? Wow. The other
0: senses. Your hearing will no, be off the charts. No, your vision is going to be insane. You're like, Except for bam. words. <laughs> like, that's
1: red. <laughs> bam. <laughs>
0: Unless you go colorblind. Then <laughs> then that's unfortunate. That's just a tough look for you. Then you should not, should not. So I'm this. in the billions. Where are you guys? Sharon, where I are you at? Hundreds of
1: millions.
0: Hundreds of millions. You got to be at least a bill. Uh, like, if Bezos has 100 bill just lying around, like, I need at least 10 bill to yeah. not know how to read. Like, that's, yeah. I, reading I, I, I think is, I'm at 10 bill. Like reading, just like, it's making me think. Like, wow. Like, thank God I know how to read.
1: We we like all the people that can't read. Though we have nothing against. <laughs> oh, yeah. no, no. Oh, We're yeah. not. We're not. We love the anti
0: anti-wordies. Anti-readers. Anti-wordies? anti wordies, anti readers, anti wordies, illiterate. Yeah, I mean that sure. makes sense. Sure, thank you, you for being smart, Sherm. You know, even Jed here. Yep, that's me. I am illiterate, but still capable of making a podcast. So there we go. All right, just motivation for everyone out there. Yeah. Yes, sir. <laughs> You have a nice cough there. Oh, thank you. So, Shall now, we get into the next? The next part, the fan-asked questions. We got a lot of feedback on the fan-asked questions this week. Love to see it. Keep it up. We're going to shout everyone out that asked. We got some really good questions, actually. Some uh, I don't want to start off with the first Don't start off with the first one. Okay. Do, do the second one first, actually. Uh, yeah, do the second one first. Okay. Well, we got to fit that one in later. But oh, yeah. yeah. We won't. We, trust me, we can't. So we got it. a surprise there. All right. Wall Street. Start off, fan ask questions. Go. Adam Afuna asks: If the sun can light the earth, why can't it light the space where it's at? <laughs> That's a thinker. So Tongue twister. Sun is the sun is lighting the earth. It's giving us light. That's how we get our light source. Natural light. Photosynthesis.
1: Yeah.
0: Shout out the sun. Big ups to you. Thank you for being you and giving us light. Sure.
1: Benny and the Jet Podcast sponsored
0: by the Sun. Yeah, no. We support the fact that we have a sun. So you answering the question, or are you just talking about your appreciation for the sun? The, I'm just talking about appreciation right, all right now. So let me give you my answer. Why can't it light the space? Like, because space is fucking huge. Yeah, but what about what about <laughs> the fact? Like, why can't it just light the stuff around? Like, if it can light all the way to Earth, because why there's nothing can't, there. Yeah, it's all it's, it's just empty space. space. It's all nothingness. Space is nothing. And like, you could see like meteors and stuff flying, like some debris out there. But yeah, so are we the there's, center of the universe.
1: Is Earth the center of the universe? No, but like, think about it.
0: That's no, all. Bla- it's all black holes. Something's up with that. It's just, it's
1: just. so weird to think about. There is no center
0: of the universe. Yeah, I, That's why we're living in a. What to call simulation? Because like, there's no way we're constantly expanding the universe. Something's up. No, it's not constantly expanding. Just, no, it is. it is. It's just that. Be- it's constantly expanding. It's, it's actually, it's yeah. Whole, <laughs> I don't know anything about space. Oh, big space guys.
1: But, like, is it constantly expanding around its center, or is it... Yeah,
0: like, there's no, I'm pretty sure there's a black hole in the center, in the center. yeah. That's tough. Damn. That's, that's dope. I mean, don't <laughs> that's, take, that's take that with a grain of salt, because I don't really know what's at the center Wait, of the universe here. But Have you guys ever thought about just the fact that, like, what if I'm the only person in the world, and, like, every, like God made everyone around me, like... Well, yeah, that's what it is. What? It's just it's just like, like wait
1: <laughs> <laughs> We're all
0: paid. <laughs> We're being paid to read. It turns out I'm God's only kid. Six God Jet. Six, 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 six. Six. Shout out Trizzy. All right, great question, Adam Funi. Yeah, thanks, appreciate Adam. that Why can't it light up space? Because it's space and there's nothing to get lit up. All right, next question. Corey Ganya. Shout out to Corey. Shout out to the key box. Iron Man or Captain America? Iron Man. Yeah, I think Captain America. You're such a pussy. (laughs) I'm a pussy. Yes. Iron Man is so much better than Captain America. Someone's gotta win a fight by using a robot suit. Captain America's a G. But he's still gonna win. Yeah, he's still gonna win. And he's like It's just it's not saying who's gonna it's just Who's better? The, quest like, the question I is just Iron Man or Captain America? Iron Man. Captain America. Iron man. Iron man. Wow, you suck. I can't believe you... Captain America is just... I, I have so much respect for Captain America. I love this country, man. But he's, like, fake, too. Like, you're talking about Iron Man, like, needs a that suit to make a, him... Doesn't matter. Serum. Yeah, it that was like a serum. Well, serum over suit. Suit over serum. Iron Man is just... Such a, like he's so smart too, and just Tony like he pulls too. <laughs> Dude, Captain America pulls. No, he doesn't. No, he, doesn't no, he does. No, he does not. Captain America does not pull. Are you kidding me? He was hung up on one girl for
1: his entire yeah, life. Yeah, that's
0: his choice. Spoilers for Endgame. That's his choice. He he went back in time to be with this one chick. He <laughs> doesn't pull. Doesn't pull. That first of all, that's his choice. He can pull if he wants. I'll find, like the question just formed into like who <laughs> pulls better, Iron Man or Cap? I'm taking Cap. No, nah, Iron Man definitely pulls not because Iron I am Cap. Cap, but you know like I'm the, the thing also a billionaire. Yeah, the original Cap or the original. It's not coming down to money here. It's, the just, it's pride. The original Iron Man, like, like the beginning of the movie is just like him pulling. Yeah,
1: he's, he's like
0: and he like the the guy in the. Um, don't be, so, don't in, be disrespecting Cap now, bro. No, I'm not. But I'm just saying the guy in the. Um, the beginning of the Iron Man movie, when they get blown up. Okay, yeah. Like,
1: when they're going to the desert. When they're,
0: when they're going to the desert, yes. The guy's like, is it yeah, true it you slept with the whole... What was that magazine? So you're Man, no. you're Whatever. choosing Iron Man just uh, because he pulls. No, I'm just saying. So you, we hate, got a debate. you hate America. No. <laughs> Jeez, what a terrible guy. Iron Man's
1: a better character. He's just a... Yeah,
0: he's just a like, when you're talking about the Avengers, he's like top two pick yeah. guaranteed. Cap is nowhere close. It's not, that's like not, the question isn't who's more important than the Avengers it's just Iron Man and Captain America we're going Cap. Alright, next question Let's it's go. Such a shitty response mm. Alright, from. This is a good one Ralph Carrero. Oh, Shout out Ralph oh man. This, no, this is actually a good question Shout If out you Ralph. could own one city what city would it be? New York No <laughs> Yeah, I, I knew you were about to take. that's like the quick answer like no, I'm you got a, You got some issues though. If you own New York City, like oh a lot God. of crime. I'm going to Tokyo. Mm, Tokyo. Tokyo is the future. It's the future.
1: It's exactly what I was gonna
0: say. You get that from the office, when there's like uh, China is better than the U.S. No, that debate. Well okay. that's China.
1: Tokyo is Japan.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that is not China. I think what we've learned from this these segments. Tokyo you nothing. Jet knows oh, Je- nothing. Idiot. <laughs> <laughs> um, one city, Dubai is pretty dope. What about like Hawaii? Like, somewhere in Hawaii?
1: The city of the No, no <laughs> that's you... No, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: you almost, almost got yourself Yeah, you. what about like, I don't know, like Cabo?
1: Chicago, that's actually, Chicago, Cabo.
0: no, is it's in Mexico. Mexi- isn't Cabo in Mexico? Yeah, but
1: is it a
0: city? Isn't Cabo like a city? city? Isn't Cabo just like, Cabo? Is Cabo a city? I feel like it's just a
1: bunch of resorts.
0: Yeah, it is Cabo. So yeah, yeah, no, it's, yeah. A, it's a city. So thank you, Sherm. Okay. Well, I mean like there's difference between like Cabo San Lucas and like Cabo, Cabo. <laughs> So you're Yo, going Cabo. Spring break you get dude. one you get one city in the world you're taking Cabo no no, so what's your city? I? Think I'm going Dubai just cuz like it's Minneapolis so is actually kind of a dope city. No, I've been there Minneapolis. What? Minneapolis is like a cool city like, no. if you've been
1: there it's got a lot. Of, it's like it's it's
0: rural enough nope. where it's like kind of rural but there's also skyscrapers.
1: Minneapolis is not in the top 50 cities in the world. All right, hold on, ready? Not even in the I'm top gonna like 500. I'm going to look up best cities <laughs> in the world.
0: Dubai is so advanced and yeah. so gorgeous. I'll
1: tell you, it's going to be like big. Melbourne
0: is number one.
1: What?
0: Barcelona, number two. Oh, Cape Town's tough. Hong Kong. Hong Kong's tough. Hong Kong would suck. What are you talking about? Hong Kong uh, Owning it? Hong Kong, there's so many, like... Isn't there, like, always, like... Shit oh, wait, hold on, hold on. There? Miami is on there? Hold up. This is according to, uh, New York is number one here. Sydney, Australia. That would be That's dope. dope. Finding Owning Sydney. Paris. Paris is lit. Paris would be dope too. Cape Town. Yeah, Cape Town is so South dope. South Africa. This looks, just, just by this one picture, this looks insane. I think it's one of the wealthiest places in the world. Cape Town. London's on there. Hong Kong, Barcelona, Melbourne. Rome. Full Rome would be sick. Owning Rome would be pretty freaking cool. I would, I would have, like, I would bring back Gladiator though. I'm sticking with Dubai though. (laughs) Dubai. Oh, Vegas. (laughs) Owning Vegas will be pretty tough. You would make, you would make bank. I'm, because I would be the guy that owns all the, like, the Vegas, the the casinos. You you own Vegas. So I'm gonna own Vegas. Vegas. What are you? Uh, Tokyo. Tokyo and Dubai. Sick. All right. Next question. Favorite guest so far from. A recurring guest, CJ Caposto. <laughs> so, Look, CJ. You know, just right, right out of the gate, probably not CJ Caposto. <laughs> it's like you know, who's your favorite kid? And you know, I just yeah, you, you can't, can't really, you can't, you, really can't give you know, you're all important to us. We're all, our all kids. recurring guests. We're trying to get recurring guests back on the pod too. Oh yeah. So, we might see a couple of recurring guests on the next couple of pods. And more pods are going to be coming out more often. Favorite guest so far? All of them. We love you guys. It's a safe. John loves you guys. Such a kiss it's a ass. Yeah, it's a kiss ass. What do you want me to say? Um, CJ Duffy. <laughs> <laughs> love CJ. Yeah. We need as many CJs as we can possible, you know? Yeah, CJ Capasto, CJ Duffy. If you're a CJ, DM us. We're down. Definitely down. All right. CJ McCollum. You ready for the McCollum. next one, pod? Yeah, sure. Okay. Getting back to the sports. Appreciate it. This, this is more of a statement. Pre- appreciate this. It's a blanket statement. It is. Zach Williams asked, Thoughts on Nikhil Harry, who is now a wide receiver on the Patriots, drafted in the first round out of Arizona State. He's gonna be a stud. Yeah, he's a beast. Talk about a fantasy sleeper, Nikhil Harry. Mhm. Like, stud. His highlights are so nasty. Not oh, yeah, not insane. Arizona State was. He, like, looked, he Arizona that, State. Those are one just, of the most underrated jerseys too. Arizona State. Arizona State. State. Yeah, I love like, that. I wrote that. Some Devils. Yeah, Super I think he's gonna be a stud. He's already working out with Tom Brady too. It's like. And his pro player comparison was Josh Gordon. Like they, I think they got a little bit of taste of Josh Gordon, and they were like, you know what? does a little too much marijuana for us. Stay we'll off take... the weed. And you can't stay off the weed. <laughs> <laughs> Stephen anyway. Stephen A reference. Yeah, I think Nikhil Harry's going to be a stud, I, which sucks for the, the rest of the league, but I think it's going to help New England. I think he's going to be their number one right away. Really, I think over Edelman? I, over Edelman. Yes, over Edelman. I think people are gonna key in on Edelman more so this year without Gronk. I think Nikhil is gonna step up in a big way. Like him as a fantasy sleeper, he's gonna be a stud. Yeah, I agree with that. I think he's gonna be a beast. You love getting big guys that can go up and. He's literally the jealous Josh Gordon. He has a very similar measurables to Josh Gordon. On watch. to the next one. All right, Colkin. Thank you for listening. Liam Colkin. We love you. Liam Colkin. Arya Stark or Tony Stark? A lot of- a lot This is a good one. That's a good one. That's a good- Thank you, Colkin. I mean, that's clearly, you know one. where I'm going with this. Arya. I'm not going Tony Stark. Just, I, why do you dislike I'm Tony not, Stark? I'm not a big Tony Stark guy. I just think he's kind so of a such pussy. Such a G. No, he's how? I just like- I don't know. I don't like him. He's such Spoiler a G.
1: Endgame, he, he's dead. He, he died to save <laughs> the universe. Well,
0: And and Kaplan be. just called him a pussy. Alright, well- Fair enough. He's... Alright. I take that back. Not a pussy. He saved the universe. But, I don't know. Arya, Arya's Tony just Tony Stark's a pussy. A- Arya is just like a... <laughs> she's a different breed. She, she, is, a, she is an assassin. <laughs> she is a badass. And for she those wanna, of you that don't watch Game of Thrones, Arya Stark. She's the one that killed the Night King. She hit him with the... She honestly... Boom, she bump, hit him with bang. the he head. She was like... Oh shit, she got- Oh, I thought she was dead, by the way, like, at first, when the Night King turned around, I was like, Fuck, Arya's dead. (laughs) Then she hit him with a whoop! Bow. Bam. Just defeated the entire army of the dead. But, yeah, season eight. Come on. Who are you you going with here, though? man. I don't even know. This is a tough one. It's a
1: toss-up. It really is. I
0: feel like if Arya Stark, Stark- v Stark. If the creators of Game of Thrones, if Weiss and Benioff had actually done something well in season eight, and maybe used the entire, like, season six storyline for Arya and made her be, like, a faceless man and made her get someone's face, maybe, like, kill Jamie. Yeah. Like, make out with Cersei, take off the mask. It's it's Arya. She kills Cersei. That would have been dope, but... Tony Stark did save the rest of the universe. Uh, yeah, I think I'm, going I'm gonna have to go with Tony. I agree with you. All right, I'm taking Arya. But that's not... On the fault of Arya's character, that's more the fault of Weiss and Benioff off just sucking in, during season eight and just totally ruining Game of Thrones. Fair. So fuck you guys. Fair. Um. Next question. Tim Allegro. Damn Allegro. Appreciate hey. this one. Who are you fighting? Kangaroo or Tyson? How, I'll just always How vicious remember, are kangaroos? They're pretty. They're pretty vicious. Have you ever seen the Modern Family where Phil gets just knocked out? But yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Just gets like kicked. Yeah. <laughs> flying. So you know,
1: kangaroos I'm, are jacked. Like
0: they are. Yeah. I, I still think I'm going kangaroo. I just the fact that Alan in The Hangover just got rocked by Mike Tyson and was out for like five minutes. Like have that's you just ever you have seen the rift kangaroo.
1: kangaroo? No, I'm not fighting Mike Tyson. Yeah, yeah. That, yeah I'm not
0: fighting go. Tyson either. Screw the I'm kangaroo. Right, Grab it by the pouch and just swinging around. All right. Last question. Which is also a question of the week given to us by producer John. Thank you for well, this. Thanks, Sherm. Um, yeah. Much appreciated. Would you rather lose all old memories or never be able to make new ones? Shit. The that's a thinker, man. really is. Because if you're losing all your old memories, number one, you don't remember who you are. Yeah, and that's yeah. big. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, you know, you hate you to see that. One. Yeah, I mean, that's basically it. So... You, I mean, <laughs> that's a lot, though. That's definitely <laughs> John, a lot. You, no, you, had, you okay, had a great sure. analysis of okay, this. Yeah. So make you, sure you're loud so they can hear this knowledge you're about to spit. If you lose
1: Dropping all of your memories... knowledge. Then you don't know who you are and you're a blank slate of a person. And there's nothing that you can do. But if you can't make any new memories, then you can't change, like, in the future and grow up and, like, get older mentally. Like you're just stuck as you are right now. So it's either you forget who you are, or you can never change who you are right now.
0: Shit, good shit, dude. So that's great analysis. Do you way. do you know yeah, your reading. family? No, you lose all your old memories. Like it's like so it's like it's like ta- do you like know hitting how to the read? Reset do you button. know how to read? No, you, to you can read, learn. learn
1: everything.
0: It's like hitting the reset button on life. At, while but you're seventeen, but then if you never be able to make a new like memory, you. Basically, like, yeah, no, I, can't guess, make I guess life you gotta more. go new, you gotta go lose all old memories because, like, because then you can't, Because, like, it, like you're not even doing anything, you know? If you can't make new memories, like, you can't, like, you, can't you wouldn't be learn, live, you can't learn anything, wouldn't live. you wouldn't be lived,
1: you wouldn't,
0: you wouldn't be lived, no, but you like, you can't live anymore, like, think about it, you could still make new memories with your family, like, I feel like now, the more I think about this. Like, not being able to make new memories is just, like, still have not answer to the question, though. I don't know. The more it's I think so about tough. it,
1: the more I would rather lose all my memories.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's what I'm Hit saying. Hit the reset button on life. Yeah.
1: Because
0: if, like. there's also some shitty memories in there where it's like, oh, <laughs> shit, like, I don't have to remember that anymore. <laughs> no, yeah. I'm shilling. It's like, oh, Vikings, Eagles, NFC Fuck Championship. Off. No, let's just forget that. On to the next one. Thanks, man. <laughs> really appreciate that. I had to. All right. Are you going, we're all, all three of us are going, uh, <clears throat> never be able to make a new one? Yeah. Or no, all three of us are going, losing all memories. Losing all old memories. You gotta start new. Family, we still love you. We'll make new memories. For sure. <laughs> <laughs> all right, that's the way to wrap it up. <laughs> all right, that's episode eight in the books. <clears throat> uh, love the, all the fan asked questions. Yeah, we appreciate it a lot. Yeah, it was big. Love the fan involvement. We'll keep it going too. This will uh, not be the last time we do it. So, yeah. So, we're gonna continue to to give you guys some better interviews. Shout out to us too for making it to episode eight. Ninety percent of all podcasts don't make it to episode eight, so shout out to us. Let's get one one clap together. Ready? One, two, three. Yo, everyone, Beautiful. great work! All three of the the, the whole entire the whole the jet crew, the, uh, like the crew, the, the entire crew, cast and crew, from the back of the studio, so from the three people that are in the show. To the guy to that no one else. the poster up on the back. Which is us. Um, to the social media coordinator. Which is us. The lunch ladies that work here in the studio. Us. My mom. <laughs> Love you, mom. Uh, yeah, definitely shout out to us. <laughs> um, yeah, no, thank you guys for listening, though. Episode 8, In the Books. Hope you guys liked the Kajust interview. I know that was you guys uh, were excited to hear that one. It was lit. It's lit. Um, we, we got some big upcoming guests, though. We're really excited for <laughs> big, 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 big. Joe. Um, like we grande. We don't know if it's gonna happen, but no, there's know. one. There's two people that we're working on right now. That would be by far the biggest interview we've had so far. Sorry, Devin, but I mean, the Kajus one was probably the biggest one we've had so far, and then this one would be. These two would be insane. So we're excited. A lot more to come. A lot lot more more to come.
2: come. We're going to
0: continue to try to uh, do different stuff with the sports analysis, too. We're going to try to maybe uh, include some fan-ass questions in there or something. Just spice up sports analysis a little more and throughout the summer too we're going to we're going to keep going through the summer. It's not going to stop. During the fall, we're an all year round podcast. <laughs> the you know? grind never stops. I mean, when man. you get to the top 10% of all podcasts in the world, like you got to keep going, right? You so, can we just consider like can we actually like call ourselves like the top 10 podcasts in the world if you want to? Like I'm down. We are in the 10%. Put it in the We're the Should we put it in the in the bio. I'm down. I am top down. 10 <laughs> podcast in the world. <laughs> yeah. All right. All the Benny Jet listeners, appreciate you for riding with us. Yeah, for sure, though. For real, though. Or even Dirch. Deuces.